Hello everybody, welcome to the Let's Talk Nigeria show with Nefe. And yes, it's Nefe again. Yep. How are you guys doing today? I mean, I hope all my listeners are doing well. I would like to start by saying a big thank you to everybody who reached out to me. I mean, I try to I try to put out an episode every week. But for the past three weeks, I haven't published anything because I've actually had a very busy couple of weeks with a lot on my plate. I've not really had time. And some of you actually reached out to see, but by the way, it's our podcast. Do you think this is your podcast? You know, and I want to say thank you to everybody who reached out and to everybody listening. I mean, like I always say, you guys are the real MVP. So yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So like I said in the last episode, I'm actually working with some people who are... I will call them experts in the field of relocating. So I'm trying to have a series called the Jackpot series. And in that series, we'll talk about the routes needed to travel to to relocate to UK or to Canada or to USA or anywhere in Europe, in Europe, you know. And I mean, for somebody who, I mean, personally, I love Nigeria. I'm, I really do like to talk about relocating. But the truth is, if we don't get the leader, if we don't get a good leader, in Nigeria, in, in, if we don't get a good leader in Nigeria next year, then I would advise everybody to start looking for alternatives. You know, because if you think it's bad now, wait till we have another clueless leader, then you'll know how bad it is. <laughs> you'll know what Pant to Fire really is. Not to scare you, but I'm just saying, like, we really need to come out and vote in the next election. We need to vote for credibility and competence. Because if we don't, it's going to get really bad. You know, over the last couple of weeks, I worked on a project and then when that project what I did was I did a research and I designed a magazine that lists lists out um, a couple of things that went wrong under the current administration I mean I always knew it was important for us to vote a leader with competence but I didn't know how bad it was until I did this project and I'm sure many of you don't even know how bad it is but you know I'm going to talk about that project I'm going to talk about the things I found out on these episodes and then I hope that by hearing this you would see how important it is to have a leader with vision, a leader that is competent. You see how it is how important it is for you to choose competence over tribe, over religion, over party, over any bias you may have. You know, a couple of things I didn't know that was going on in Nigeria. Number one, let me start with Asu Strike. Do you know that under President Buhari, Asu Strike, Asu Nigerian students have been home, Nigerian public school students have been home for over 550 days in total i mean as at june 14th and today is today is july 11th i mean 10 today is july 10th so as at june 14th it was 533 days so that means as at today that's an extra 26 days that's like 559 days and that is over one year about over 17 months, that is one in every four working days, Nigerian public schools, university students have been home. They've lost that time compared to their foreign counterparts or even their counterparts in private schools. I mean, it beats my imagination to know that an, an administration, that, an administration that promised to give 20% of their budget to, edu- to the educational sector, yet 559 days. That's no joke, man. That's almost two years of somebody's life. In seven and in seven plus years, that's what somebody has. That's what Nigerian students have spent at home. I mean, you don't blame them because their their families are not even here. Their children don't school here. Like I said, it's not only with not only within paying person, person they talk about. So they don't have their kids here. It's almost nothing for them. 
you know and then i move on to boko haram do you know that since 2015 this current administration has spent over eight billion dollars on military just to tackle boko haram but never has it been this bad in terms of insecurity um, um insurgency terrorism in nigeria this has been this has been crazy you know under this current administration I'm not, I'm not trying to paint anybody but i'm just trying to let you see that we had it really bad this administration we cannot afford to have it by another four to eight years we cannot afford to just vote just anybody you know and then another one another one another one i another thing i found out was that on since 2015 nigeria has recorded the highest number of deaths in its history that is not war the only time nigeria has had more deaths than this administration is in the civil war you know, we've had over 50,000 Nigerians have lost their lives since 2015, be it from insurgency, from bad infrastructure, bad roads, from pandemic. Over 50,000 Nigerians have lost their lives. Are you still thinking you don't want to vote this election? Are you still thinking that just anybody can be the president? You know, in 2015, when the president, current president was campaigning, he says we must reject a system that has turned one of the world's largest crude exporters into an importer of petrol. Things must change. And as of 2015, four was 87 naira. Like four was 87 naira. Right now, I don't know. Some people sell it to some people sell it to, you know, none of the refineries are working. And I mean, and if you know the budgets that go into this refinery, I know during the campaign, he kept on talking about how during the summer's military for head of states, he made he made a, he built a refinery and you know what we're not seeing anything now we're not seeing anything now i, I mean he came he came as the minister of petroleum and <sighs> lives are lives are tough in nigeria then do you know that on that since 2015 nigeria's external debt has increased from 10 billion dollars to over 40 billion dollars and it cost us over five it cost us about 553 billion naira every year to service these loans 553 billion naira leave the country's treasury every year to service loans loans you know i'll keep saying it we cannot afford another clueless another clueless leader we cannot you know how does a country in seven years move from 30 10 billion dollar loan to 30 billion dollars that's a whole lot of money i don't know how i'm managing to say it you know and then I remember, I remember during this campaign in 2015, he said he voted into office will create 3 million jobs yearly. Right now, Nigeria's unemployment rate is 33.3%, which is the third highest in the whole world. As of 2015, the unemployment rate was 10.4%. As of today, when we speak, the unemployment rate in Nigeria is 33.3%, which is the third highest in the world. It means one in every three person is unemployed. Yeah, I'm sure if you would check it yourself, these statistics uh, get us be because in my circle it's more than one in every three persons, you know. I mean, let's even talk about the fact that almost every time it's out of it's out of the country on medical on medical tours, you know. As at as at now, Buhari has spent ten percent of his time as president in the UK for treatments. Ten percent of your time as president in the UK. I mean. I don't think if we're working in a, in a corporate company, they would allow that 10% of your time. So in seven years, they have spent over 240 days in the UK for medical treatment. I'm not saying don't take care of your health, I'm saying 
if your health is a problem then step down just step down you know nigeria's hospitals are now ranked 142 out of 195 countries we don't even make the top half we don't even make the top 75 percent of the world our hospitals are like dead traps everybody going to an hospital now is almost scared i think i think the assurance of dying is even more than the assurance of recovering you know the political elites they don't really care because they run they run they run abroad for slight the slightest things you know one of i won't say it was i won't say i was happy about it but in 2020 when the president's um what did they call it well, well i can't remember the position abakiari held well, i think it was his chief of staff it was he had covid and it was it had to be flown to lagos to be treated before he finally passed and i'm wondering he was in abuja the abuja the abuja healthcare in the in Asurok takes the highest budgets when it comes to healthcare every year so how come he had to be flown to lagos to be treated you know before he eventually passed it just goes to show that at some point if you don't take care of what is yours it's going to come back and haunt you if all the money that has been kept for medicals for the healthcare sector has actually been utilized properly i'm pretty sure that when that happened he would have been treated in abuja or somewhere in nigeria not looking for how to fly him abroad or flying to lagos you know it's just really sad to see that these things happen and nobody's been held accountable how do we have so much budgets going every year into about since this this administration has come into power 2.3 trillion naira has been consumed or in quotes allegedly consumed for healthcare, but yet we don't have hospitals our president still has to fly out of the country for treatments i mean it goes to show it goes to show and then our gdp as at 2015 was 6.5 percent and right now it's barely one percent you know that goes to show that we don't even have power that your gdp is like the power you have to make wealth from 6.5 percent is now 1.5 percent you know and and I, and the study shows that 39 percent of nigerian population are under the poverty line are living in extreme poverty that's not good man that's not good 39 percent I'm, I'm even sure that that 39 percent okay they said extreme poverty if you check it well more than 70 are in poverty but not just in extreme poverty you know i'm not trying to put fear in anybody's mind i'm just trying to let you know that we cannot afford to just vote just anybody you know 92 million nigerians lack access to electric electricity which is the worst globally right now we have the worst we are at the, the bottom of the list when it comes to power production nigeria has the highest population in the world without electricity you know i didn't know all of these things but i had to do this research i'm sure many of you don't know a lot of these things but i had to do this research and i found out that things are really bad you know things are bad and it's funny because I remember during his during his during his during his campaign, he said, "We'll deliver twenty thousand megawatts in four years. Steady power supply is necessary. Just vote Buhari into office." But I mean, we see what it is now. In twenty fifteen, power tariff was twenty four naira fifty kobo. Right now, power tariff is sixty naira, and that is with increased poverty. And yet, rates are still going up. Inflation is on the on the rise on one side, you know. In 2015, inflation rate was nine percent, was eight points, approximately nine percent. Right now, inflation rate is fifteen point six three percent. There is nothing that has not gone up except salaries. In the last seven years, petrol has gone up, VAT has gone up, diesel has gone up, but pure water has gone up. You know, right now, I don't even know if you have five naira, you can't even do anything with five naira. At least before, you know, that five naira can get you such as of water, but right now, I don't think it can get you anything. You know, the list is long. I mean, I. I'll, I'll put I'll put a link to the project because it's a magazine. 
that I designed with all of this information and I put I'll, I'll put it I'll put the link up in the comment section for anybody who cares to look at it you so yeah, you see for yourself how bad things has been in the last seven years and why it's important that we pick we cannot avoid just anybody I'm not saying anybody that comes in now can save Nigeria immediately no but whoever comes in now will determine if we are in the step if we are taking a step in the right direction I don't believe that any the next president can solve all Nigerians problems I don't I don't think he can do it in the next four years but I believe that he can put us set us on the right path for whoever will take over from him or as if he even does eight years or whoever comes in can make things really worse it depends on every one of us we cannot afford to let it go you know at, at the end of this i'll just read what i wrote at the end of the project it says when is enough really enough we cannot afford another nightmare of clueless and incapable leadership now is the time and our future is now so yeah, i said this to you listening today we cannot afford another seven, another four years or eight years of clueless and incapable leadership enough is enough it's totally up to us to get our PVCs, to research these candidates and make sure we vote for credibility, make sure we vote for competence, keep tribe aside, keep party aside, keep religion aside, vote for competence. So yeah, thank you so much. Like I said, over the next, over the next couple of episodes, I'm working on it. It might, be, it might start from the next episode, I'm not very sure yet, but I'm working on the Japa series. But in the meantime, research your candidates and make the right choice. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless the Federal Republic of Nigeria.